Welcome to The Rulebook. I'm your host, Alex Palmer, and I'm the queen of learning things the hard way so you don't have to. On this podcast, we're talking about the mistakes I made and the lessons I learned along the way to create the rules I now live by. On each episode, we'll be discussing a new rule, why I created it, how it came about, and how you can apply it in your own life. So let's get into it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to The Rulebook. Did you guys miss me? Because I missed you. It feels so freaking weird not putting out an episode, I have to say. This has definitely become a part of my life. (laughs) Hopefully, I'll become a part of you guys' lives pretty soon. Um, Comment below if you missed me last week. Okay, so this is going to be episode number 32. A lot of you guys were asking me to do a lot of you guys. One person asked me if I was going to do an episode about the new Threads app on Instagram. This isn't going to be that episode. I'm thinking about doing a bonus episode this week because we didn't have an episode last week. So maybe, hopefully. This week, other things happened that I was like, actually, I want to do an episode about that. If you have a TikTok or an Instagram, I'm pretty sure you know about the whole Jonah Hill controversy and all his text messages being released from his, I believe it's his ex-girlfriend now, Sarah Brady, the surfer. And I had girlfriends sending it to me and it seems like every female creator is making a video about it because it's such a goddamn common experience to be gaslit by the dude you're dating. Let's take a look actually at some of what he wrote to this poor girl this is my favorite thing I will put it on the screen but he had written her a text message about you know what his boundaries are to date him and they were these are the things she would have to give up surfing with men she was a surf instructor and a surfer so (laughs) WTF boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men so I guess she was like training other men to surf and he was threatened modeling obviously you're a surfer you're probably in pretty damn good shape and apparently i think they met by him sliding into her dms on one of her like bikini pics so mm-hmm, the hypocrite is hypocriting um next next boundary he has posting sexual pictures i didn't really get the opportunity to scroll through her feed but i don't really think she was posting sexual pictures Mm-hmm. Next one, friendships with women who are in unstable places <laughs> and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or a coffee or something respectful. So I guess that's like code for you can't go out clubbing or drinking with these people. I don't know what her deal was. I don't know about her wild past, but you can't be friends with your girls. Super weird. Um, obviously, everyone is like, Kind of making a joke about it. He's becoming a meme. Do I feel bad for him? Um, yes. That's just because I'm an empath. But does he deserve my sympathy? No, probably not. The thing is, I actually made a podcast episode about his documentary with his therapist. I remember being really excited when it came out, like, what, early this year on Netflix called Stuts. And I remember, like, sort of promoting it by doing an episode about it because I'm a big proponent of going to therapy and I thought oh wow I'm really happy that a celebrity is you know using his platform to promote mental health and here the fuck we are um there was an article from Vice saying actually that the documentary was unethical and um him knowing that much about his therapist is like a red flag and weird and the fact that his therapist was so comfortable sharing all these like personal details about himself I don't know if it goes against like, you know, what you're supposed to share with your patient. I, 
IDK, everybody. I like the documentary and I feel sad that now more and more people are going to shit on it because of what's gone down. I probably should rewatch it and maybe I will this week if I have a chance, but he is not doing a good job. (laughs) His uh, recent behavior in in his personal relationship is really not putting Stutz in a good light and it's not putting therapy in a good light either. And that's the thing, man. All these guys going to therapy to become better abusers is fucking sad. So what is... Well, actually, I don't want to get to the rule yet because what happened with Jonah Hill... Also, last week, some shit happened with Kiki Palmer. It's like all the celebrities. The toxicity is really coming out of the woodworks. It wasn't Kiki who was toxic it was her i guess it was her the father of her child and i'm not sure if they're married or not i don't think they are i think it's her boyfriend and she went to an usher concert and i guess she tweeted or posted a picture of herself on stage with usher because you know usher brought her up and serenaded her and she's wearing like one of these sheer bodysuits that you see all the girls wearing out these days i'm pretty sure it's 2023 everybody why is everybody shocked by like some of the clothes come on so he her boyfriend tweeted at her yeah but you're a mom like some something along those lines of like yeah but you're a mom though it's the fact that you're a mom though wearing that outfit oh my god number one to tweet to tweet so publicly at your girlfriend who is a public figure who only recently gave birth to your child that is fucking shameful as hell. Well, I use the word shameful because he literally shames her. You publicly shamed your girlfriend and the mother of your child on Twitter or Instagram or wherever the fuck he did it. For what? For clout? For what? Because you were mad at her? You, I mean, I understand like maybe he was jealous because Usher pulled her up on stage. And I probably think that that has more to do with his feelings versus what she was actually wearing. He's just being a hater. Because maybe he wants to be pulled up on stage by Ash. I don't know. No, I don't know. JK. But ugh, to do that publicly, oh, it's so embarrassing. So, so wrong. Um, if you have a problem with Kiki's outfit, maybe tell her privately. Also, I don't agree with any man having a problem about anybody's muff outfit. You guys all look stupid. <laughs> don't turn this off. I'm, I'm semi-kidding. Just because you guys don't don't dabble in the fashion most men are not into fashion or whatever so they don't understand so i feel like please please keep your opinions to yourself what's a Nicki minaj um sound that i don't know what you're talking about the jacket looks great every woman in here is gonna love the jacket okay that sound it's that if you're not into the fashion please don't give me your disrespectful ass energy of like i don't understand your sheer t-shirt whatever and actually all this shit reminds me of the ma-effin, mother-effin, did I make something up? The MFN subway shirt debacle thing. You guys know if you have watched this channel before that I was on the news. I was on Inside Edition for one of my subway shirt videos that I did for TikTok. And they interviewed me and they interviewed a couple of other creators about it. And the subway shirt is basically just in the summer when you're wearing, you know, a tank top or something that is appropriate for like 90 degree weather, you bring a little shirt to put over your outfit in the subway so that you can avoid being harassed by creepy dudes. 
which happens so much more often than maybe a man might think because he doesn't actually have this experience and maybe he doesn't see it or he's just fucking oblivious to it. Well, you know what they say, ignorance is bliss. So I have still been getting like a plethora of horrible comments under that video on Instagram just by different men being like, oh, wow. So if you're going to dress like a whore, you don't expect to be treated like a whore. Like they're all like dumbfounded by the fact that one, we're promoting actually a peaceful way to deal with this harassment in a way that makes us just feel safe and comfortable. And it's for the girls. Like obviously the tip is for the girls or it's for anyone who, you know, is encountering certain things they don't want to encounter on their commute. They could be men as well. But normally it's for the girls. And if you're not someone who can relate to this experience, then fucking scroll. You know what I'm saying? Like scroll. You don't have to comment. Well, you can go ahead and comment because that's engagement. But you don't have to comment something like personally attacking the creator or being nasty to women in general. Like if you know your comment is not something you would say at the dinner table or at a motherfucking job interview, maybe you should shut the fuck up. I feel like that should be rule number 20, 22. Rule number 32. If you're not comfortable saying it at a job interview, maybe don't com- don't write it in a comment, but that's actually not this week's rule. We'll have a double. We'll have a two for one special today since we lost last week's episode. Rule number 32. Wear what you want to wear and don't date Jonah Hill. Okay, it's like a tongue in cheek rule, but it goes beyond Jonah Hill. We're all not going to date Jonah Hill. I think Jonah Hill's going to have some problems getting dates in the future. We shall see. He is a celeb, so we don't know. He's besties with Leo. Oh, God, another problematic male celeb. But listen, don't date guys like that. Guys who are insecure. Guys who are masquerading their insecurities as boundaries. I took a screenshot of something I saw on TikTok. This, um, another creator did a video about this whole debacle, and somebody commented... I saw a girl say, a boundary is something you set for yourself, not somebody else. And I don't know how much clearer it could get. And that's so true because in the creator's video, she's talking about how a lot of people aren't are on Twitter discussing what Jonah did in the screenshots and saying, what? What's wrong with what he did? He set a boundary. No, he was making, honey, he was making rules for his girlfriend to follow that, that go against Not only the way she makes her money as a surfer, how she wants to, you know, represent herself on social media and like the brand she's clearly building as like a surfer or surf instructor. I don't I don't know all the details, but come on, you're going to mess with her livelihood. And it's 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 the fact that. He met her. He found her this way. He found her this way. It's not like she switched up on him in the middle and was like, oh, actually, I'm going to be a surf instructor model. No, he found her this way, started dating her and then decided, hmm, the more, you know, intimacy they built, the more he was like, hmm, hmm, let's see if, let's see if homie's going to follow, homegirl's going to follow my rules. That is effed up. That is not cute. And it, it still just reminds me of like all the dudes in my comments under the subway shirt video for the inside edition thing on my Instagram being like, um yeah it's called modesty or like wow these women are so stupid like you don't want to be looked at then cover your face so many people have written to me to put a bag over my (laughs) bag over my head um in order to like avoid creepy stairs on the subway or whatever 
Um, and also just written about how they do feel entitled and actually emboldened. Is that a word? Um, by the fact that people are wearing the subway shirts as like, you know, their little sense of armor that now they're actually going to be like, mm, I'm going to make a point to like really look at that girl because I know she's trying to avoid it. And I guess in some sick, twisted way, I feel like I should punish her. What the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? It's crazy. I, oh, shit. I'm like tempted to like pull out my, well, I'm in the, I'm tempted. Look at me doing it. Oh, these comments, like I stopped responding. So it came out like what in June? I stopped responding like a couple weeks ago because I was like, I'm not going to respond to all the negative comments, which I normally do because it helps the algorithm and your girl is growing. You know, I'm just a small creator. So unfortunately, when you're at a certain level, you do have to respond to people, even even the people who don't like you, who clearly do not like you or are just, you know, trolling. But I was like, I'm not doing this. It's bad for my mental health. I, I, I can't fight with like these losers. Because I'm sorry, if you are commenting that women deserve to be treated a certain way based on how they dress on the subway, then you're a fucking a motherfucking loser. You're a loser, a double L, <laughs> loser, loser, whatever. I don't remember how it goes, but not cute. And then as I was, you know, obviously scrolling TikTok about this whole debacle, debacle. How many times did I say the word debacle? A creator, what's her name? I think it's Talia. Talia. I don't know. The girl who hates everything. Uh, her. She said, actually, I've had this theory all along that men shouldn't go to therapy because abusive men don't need therapy. All it does is like give them the tools to be better abusers. And last summer, I watched The Sopranos for the first time. And obviously... Well, if you've watched it or if you or if you haven't, the the series follows Tony Soprano, the main character, the, the mobster going to therapy on the side. So he's doing all these horrific deeds, crimes, um, every fucking unethical thing you could think of. And he's getting therapy secretly <laughs> because he's having all these panic attacks. I guess from the guilt um, or the fear of like losing his family, right? And so in the end of the series, plug your ears if you haven't watched it. His therapist ends up deciding all of this has not helped Tony. Wow, I'm getting an accent. I can't help myself. I'm from New York. So just talking about this subject makes me have an accent. But she decides or another therapist brings to her attention the fact that there's a study done that says when sociopaths receive therapy, it doesn't actually help them. It actually makes them better liars, better manipulators, and better at being abusive. So she no longer gives a fuck if he shows up. And I think um, she ends their, their uh, how do you call it, therapy-patient relationships fuck it tony tony you're on your own okay and um he doesn't last long without her <laughs> we think we don't know because that ending was you know what's the word ambiguous i almost said oblivious no it's ambiguous not that jonah hill is tony Soprano. i don't know maybe he i don't know i don't think so he wishes no i don't know but i've been in therapy for five years now and then i was like oh <laughs> am i the problem it's me hi no, no. This is the thing. My ex-boyfriend, I'm not going to say his name, 
but one of my ex-boyfriends, the only one who I truly, truly would sit here and say might have been a motherfucking narcissist, is the one who told me I needed therapy. Yeah, let that sink in. And actually, he did convince me to go to therapy. And like, I don't know, two weeks after I went to therapy, he dumped me. (laughs) Thank God. I needed to get the hell away from him. That was a really bad relationship. It only lasted like eight months, but I'm truly convinced if any of my exes had a mental illness, no, or like a personality disorder, it was this guy. Hopefully he doesn't watch this. If he does, um, don't come for me because just don't. Anyway, he's the one who was going to, he, throughout our relationship, he had mentioned how he had been in therapy for like years and years and how much it helped him grow and blah, blah, blah. And how like, you know, he, he thinks that I need it because I'm crazy. <laughs> Not that I'm crazy, but like I had a pretty adverse childhood and I don't often talk about it because I find that talking about it, especially in a public forum like this one to, you know, you guys are my friends, but like some of you are strangers, like literally strangers, or you only know me, I don't know you. It's not healthy and it becomes performative and also it doesn't seem authentic. One day I'll release my memoir and you guys will know everything that happened to me. But anyway, a lot of shit happens and I don't want to trauma dump on anybody. So he knew this about me though. So he would use that against me and he was like, I don't think I can date you because you had this adverse childhood, which I don't know if you guys have ever, you know, I don't know, maybe felt insecure or shitty about some shit that happened to you that was beyond your control. But someone bringing that up as a reason to make you undateable is pretty motherfucking, I'm cursing a lot, sorry, is pretty manipulative and low. And he's the one who was like, you really need therapy. So I went and I got therapy and I even told my therapist, like, I'm here because, you know, my boyfriend said that I should be here. And she was pretty surprised that everything I had told him, her about him, come to find out he's the one who like pushed me into therapy. Bizarro. But now this whole thing kind of makes sense. And I haven't thought about this in a really long time because it's been a long time. But in a way, yeah, he would bring up his boundaries or he would bring up different things uh, like therapy language and he would weaponize it against me because one, I had never gone to therapy. So I was like, okay, like I don't even know what to expect. And two, oh, he's using like all this, like, I don't want to call it medical jargon, but it's like, you know, some sort of secret fucking language of health, mental health, mental health language. That sounds legit. And that's literally what Jonah Hill is doing, talking about the word, throwing around the word boundaries. And it's like, bro, you're using it wrong. Well, actually, he was using it right for him. He was using it wrong for her. And then in some of the messages, she alludes to the fact that, like, she's had some issues mentally and he knows this. So it's kind of interesting, like, you wonder if Jonah Hill, I mean, I think they all, Jonah Hill or all these guys, they know who to pick their, they know how to pick their victims, right? Right? Because before I had gone to therapy, this dude I was dating, I was a lot younger than him. And I told him about, you know, my shitty childhood or whatever the fuck happened to me. And he still continued to date me knowing that. And then later on down the line saying this was a problem for him. So it's, it's like, They know how to sniff out their victims, unfortunately. And it seems like Sarah Brady was a pretty good victim until she wasn't, honey. 
until she decided to <laughs> Instagram story post all the the text messages. But I do think that therapy could potentially help abusers pick their victims, learn how to pick their victims, and also, of course, become better at manipulating them. So guys, stay fucking safe out there, man. These dudes who are in therapy, the dudes who are not in therapy, girls and guys. Okay, I don't want this to be only a female episode, but like the girls and guys who are using therapy to become better at being horrible people wanted to waste the time. You know, maybe they're they have mental problems so they don't realize that but they will never be happy they will never grow as people and they will never have real fulfillment in their lives so i guess you can take solace in the fact that that like maybe they're out here hurting us they're hurting other innocent people but (laughs) karma is my boyfriend you know so but stay safe wear what the fuck you want too like subway shirt people fuck that we should be allowed to wear whatever the hell we want. Kiki Palmer can wear what she wants. She can get on stage with Usher, okay? (laughs) Not feel any guilt. Who cares? It's 2023. And actually, if wearing what you want is gonna weed out the freaking guys or girls, whoever, who are going to try to control you and manipulate you, then for God's sakes, add it to the list of another reason why you should wear whatever the hell you want. Okay. Comment below what you think about the Jonah Hill thing, Kiki Palmer thing, Subway shirt thing. If you have an opinion, I'm sure you do. Hopefully it's a nice opinion. Remember what I said. If you wouldn't say it in a job interview, please don't say it here. Or do. Whatever. Give me the engagement. I need it. But, okay, guys. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode of The Rule Book. I don't want to say I'm doing a bonus episode. I might do a bonus episode this week about the Threads app because it's also pretty interesting. But you guys, please subscribe to this podcast. If you liked it, follow me at Serious Actress across all social medias if you want to see more of me and uh, comment below any other topics you'd like for me to do an episode on. All right, bye guys.